In this episode, we're going to be going over how to build your birth support team. Who do you want there? Why do you want them there? And how are you going to get help? Welcome to Birth Basics with Heather Mall. Today's topic is building your birth team. And the basic question is who do you want in the room with you when you're in labor? And what's the purpose that they're there and how they're going to help you? I was a midwife for over 36 years and I've been to a lot of births and spent a lot of hours trying to help women manage the birth process. I've seen couples work together really well, and I've seen difficulties that have come up in the the labor. So I want to be able to help you with some of the details of how to prepare for this experience and build a really strong team of people around you who can help you reach your goals. First thing I wanted to ask is, what do you expect? If I'm talking to the pregnant gal here. What do you expect your labor is going to be like? Do you have any idea at all? Or do you have an idea of how long it might last? What kind of support are you going to need? What do you think your weaknesses are here? Are you making them up or do you actually have certain weaknesses that that you're going to be needing help with? Who can you trust in your life right now that you feel you get a lot of support from? if you have anything difficult you want to manage or handle? What kind of labor skills do you feel you already have innately? Or what kind of help do you think you're going to need assistance with if you run into trouble? So the bottom line here is, if you lose focus or confidence on how to get through it, who comes to mind as to someone who you think can help you? So these are some of the questions I wanted to kind of work on first. But first I want to describe something I always see in in classes when I'm teaching a birth class, and that's when I start saying, well, when do you need to go to the hospital or when do you need to go to the birth center? And everyone takes out their pen and paper and starts to write it down and because I think there's an expectation that when you go to the hospital or go to the birth center, everything's going to be okay and you're going to be taken care of. It's not that that's not true, but it's incomplete. Because when you get to the birth center or the hospital or you're having a home birth, basically it's up to you. It's up to what kind of structure you have created for help. It's what you've practiced. It's what you've read. It's all the subtleties that get put to the test when you are in labor. So one of the challenges of having a baby is you're preparing for something that you've never done before if this is your first baby. And your significant other, your spouse, your husband, or whoever's going to be helping you at the birth, if they've never been to a birth before, they too are entering in on something that they've never done before. 
The poor guy may stand there and say, well, you know, I have no idea what contractions feel like. I have no idea how to help you. I don't, I, 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 what do you want me to do? And labor is too late to try to sort that out. So what do you need to know now to make this labor go well? The first thing is you want to choose a team of people that will so support your goals. And the very first member of that team actually is your doctor or your midwife. And you pick them, hopefully, by having an interview with them first. Except sometimes I hear that some couples are going to a practice that has a lot of doctors, like maybe six doctors that are on call. So the challenge is that is he going to be the kind of guy, philosophically, that's going to help you with the kind of birth experience you want. And doctors come from a wide variety of training, and they come from a wide variety of their own experiences. And for the number of years they might have been delivering babies, then maybe they have a lot of experience, or maybe they don't have a lot of experience yet. So bottom line, the role of the doctor is that he's going to be doing the medical management of your labor. And he will be or she will be the one actually delivering the baby. Now that's kind of not in the background, but there's a philosophical way that he approaches how your labor's going to judge whether or not it's taking a normal course, which then brings up the whole idea of when I say there is a normal model of childbirth that hopefully everyone is sort of following. What's normal and what's a variation from normal? If your labor's progressing nicely and you're working with it in a harmonious way, then you may not even see much of him. He may just show up intermittently to ask questions or she may you know, show up and ask questions. But you may not even see your doctor until the delivery. Who knows? So that's a key team player. And if your labor has a variation in it, it may involve more and more of this particular person's man, you know, involvement in the labor. The second member of your team might be a midwife, or that might be the first choice, and start with a midwife who will be working with the backup of your doctor. The key question, I think, is to ask the midwife what her basic philosophy is about the normal course of labor. How is labor, in her mind, going to go? And if it's a normal way, what does she have to do to assist it or not assist it? Sometimes not doing anything and letting it go is the best way. And she will end up probably delivering the baby. So you may not even end up seeing your physician. Because if it's going in a normal way, then she'll do the birth. Then you have the primary labor coach. Your primary labor coach is someone who is the key person that's going to be supporting you during this labor. Now, some women just automatically assume it's going to be her spouse or the father of the baby or the person that's a, we call them their significant other, which I think is kind of impersonal. But the guy is going to be there to give you emotional and physical support. And he's going to have to be well educated on the normal model of a birth and how it should be going and how long things might you know, last. 
but he's there to help coach you with your your management of the, the labor process, your breathing, your positions you want to get into for labor, for comfort, um, early labor, how to pace yourself. I'm going to go over that in a little bit. In fact, the, the, the podcast after this one, as I'm going to be talking about how to create a supportive or effective labor environment, birth environment. But the, the labor coach's job is to encourage you to help you keep going and do it in a way that you feel encouraged and skillful on, on how you're managing labor. If you, if you have the kind of relationship where you have some difficulty in this area, then maybe you might have what we call a backup coach or a backup person for labor coaching. If that's necessary, then you, know, you can do um, an arrangement where your labor coach helps you more with the physical aspect of comfort and then have someone else there to help you if you feel like you need the emotional support. I know these all kind of sound general, but I should maybe give you an example of, of what I've seen with couples that work well together and then some where we have some difficulty. Um, the first part is if you have difficulty, it's di- having difficulty with what you're trying to get help with and then your labor partner can't become upset or irritated because you're asking for something they think you shouldn't have or or the way you're asking it doesn't like how you you know you're being rude or something like that now i know that sounds unlikely but i've actually seen that happen um the the emotional support involves not or, or ordering you what to do but to assist you in doing what you both have agreed upon on how to manage these contractions. The secondary labor coach might be someone for just backup. For example, some labors last 16, 20 hours, and this person that's the primary coach may need a break or may need food or may need to just go outside and get a, get a breath of fresh air, you know? And so you have a second person to help take over. The physical care of someone in labor is strenuous. I mean, it can be immense only because it might involve giving a, a woman in labor a continuous back support or back massage that can go on with every single contraction. And I hate to say it, but it can be for hours. Part of what happens with labor is that there's a lot of discomfort in the lower back because of ligaments that are attached to the uterus that pull on the lower back area when the contraction happens and it can create a pretty bad backache. So a good strong man with big fists and big hands can do some counter pressure on your back and press against that area and help a lot. But if it goes on for hours, he may need a break or he may need someone to to take over and help out as well. So there's the physical aspect, emotional support. Now, some people like to to include a doula. And a doula is someone who fits in, in addition to a midwife or nurses or doctors. And they're there as a non-medical part of the team, but they're there specifically to help advise you and get you through 
your labor skills in a way where they've had experience and they know what to suggest and when to suggest it. For example, changing different breathing techniques or getting up and moving around. When you're in labor, you may not think you want to move around, but she may offer you know, help in getting you to get out of bed and walk around and stimulate contractions. A doula is also someone who is there to help back you up with your birth plan. And I haven't mentioned the birth plan yet, but that's always a very key part of preparing for a labor because you want to write down your goals in a way that you're letting your birth team know what kind of things you want to try to accomplish. Do you want to have medication or not have medication? Do you want to be able to have your own choices in how to deliver your baby, what position you want to be in? you want to have continual contact with your baby after it's born, if possible? I mean, there's all kinds of things. In fact, there's a section in the podcast series that I'll be discussing in great length how to create a birth plan. But a doula is someone can, that can be very valuable to help give your primary labor coach, the kind of support in what he or she does to to just let them know, maybe give them ideas on, on new techniques that they can try to help you get more comfortable or help you know with the breathing techniques. The other part of this is your your uh, your nursing staff. I mean, that's something you have absolutely no control over at all. And most most nurses are angels. I love them, and they're hardworking and they're amazing. And they're very encouraging, but sometimes they're very busy and they have more than one room that they have to watch over and they may not be there the whole time. They may come in once every hour or so to monitor the labor or see you know, how things are going, but they're not necessarily there to coach you on how to manage your labor. And that's an interesting point because if you're relying on help from the nurses in in the role of emotional support or physical support, that may not be, they may not have time for that. Or they may, but it's unpredictable. So now building a, a good support team might include bringing in a family member, a sister or a mom or a grandmother, you know, someone who's been around you a lot and you just... They just kind of, you have a way with them that you can get along and they can say, oh, come on, you can do it. And in a way that, that um, it's, it's nice to have someone there that you're familiar with as well who can help you and advise you. Not every family member is a good idea, but hey, you know, that's up to you to choose which one might be a good idea. This is not a spectator type of audience as well. I've seen some labors, oh my gosh, that People came in and they were just there to kind of watch and see. That's not really, maybe it's part of the custom or whatever, but that may not be effective because it becomes very distracting to see people coming in and out and and not being part of the, the birth team, you know. So part of all of this that I want to clarify is you all are doing this for the first time together. There's no way to go back and do it over again if you feel it didn't go quite right. There's a way that you can work, work on this and, and build this in a way that, that you become more and more confident by having the people there with you that are aware of what your goals are and what you're trying to do 
In fact, it's a good idea if you even maybe do some labor practice with, with some of the people that plan to be there in addition to your main, main um, support person. The more you prepare for this, even though it's an experience you're not really totally positive how it's going to be, the better it's going to go at the test. And it's worth the effort and worth the talks. And in all honesty, I want to just mention one thing, and that is that not every man is comfortable with being a labor coach. And he may not want to say anything because he doesn't want to upset you and not make you feel like he's not supporting you or he doesn't want to be there. But it's sort of like some guys are kind of just worried that they, they don't want to upset you, you know, or you know how it gets sometimes when you try to talk in your everyday life and then you end up arguing about something. And so I think it might not be a bad idea to have a heart-to-heart talk and say, okay, how do you think this is going to go? You know, what do you feel you can do? And then what do you feel uncomfortable with? And then you can talk about the areas of where he's not comfortable and come up with a solution ahead of time or find an, or create an idea together. And well, how about if I have so-and-so come to help you and help out? And then you see him take a nice deep breath of relief and you may say, well, you know, that really might not be a bad idea. Because you think about it, Sometimes this goes on all day and all night too. And to have it only the one person there to help you, it can be pretty exhausting. So I think it's worth it to not get sensitive about it, but listen to what he has to say or she has to say on on being the primary person there to support you and then talk about it in a way where you can come up with a solution ahead of time. And um, I've seen couples do miraculous things together. And I've seen couples, um, they're just amazing how much, you can see how much they love each other and how dedicated they are to each other. And then you have all the variations of that. So hopefully this has been helpful. We're talking about building your birth team. I think if you need any assistance or help in how to interview a doctor or a midwife, I could go over that as well, but just briefly, it's like you want to ask just their basic philosophy or what their experiences are with natural birth if you want to have an unmedicated natural birth and say, oh, well, I've been doing it for years and you're, you're, you know, it's sure it's fine and I've done it a lot and no problem. Or you have someone who says, well, you know, you got to be able to really not get your hopes up and, uh, you know, don't, don't be rigid and don't be this and that. And you, when you have a second person like that talking to you, you're going to have to find out what their, what their typical um, reasons are that they're saying that, you know. If you have someone that doesn't like birth plans, well, birth plans are nothing more than just a list of de- a description of goals and things that you want, but it's not like a list of demands. But if they're, look, if they're looking forward to seeing your birth plan and they want to include it and they put it in your chart, that's a good sign. Um, if you have someone who looks at your birth plan and goes, well, you know, I've seen these before, and, 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 and they, they don't have positive things to say about it, then keep shopping, you know, because you have your right to create the kind of birth you want, and you have, it's, it's important that you are included in a way that, that you're all working together harmoniously.
So thank you for listening, and I hope this has been helpful. Anything I can do to increase your confidence in handling your labor, that's my, one of my goals. Thank you.